All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a candle. Are we human because we gaze at the stars? Or do we gaze at them because we are human? When the stars were right, they could plumb the world to pastures in the sky. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today, we will be playing session two of A God's Dream from Cults of Cthulhu, written by Chris Lackey, Mike Mason, and friends, and published by Chaosium. Who are you playing and how are you today? How? I'm playing Officer Aaron Max and... Wait, Max? Mac? Marx. Marx. I'm playing Officer Karl Marx Max. and I'm never going upstairs again. <laughs> Brayden. Hey, Brayden here, playing V. And if we get caught by the police, we can use Aaron as a fire scapegoat. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Uh, I am playing Professor Josh Simmons, and uh, I can't wait to see what mysterious bottle of liquid my cat pushes off the counter next. <laughs> Lydia. Hi, I'm playing Emily Strauss, and uh, don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Fedra, you keeper for the day, and I wish you all a cal day. <laughs> that means something, I'm sure. <laughs> that means something. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, I hope you find him. Haha. <laughs> Howell, tell us what happened last time. December in modern day Chicago. Four friends and colleagues from the university play a friendly game of poker. Emily Strauss and Josh Simmons, professors of anthropology and linguistics respectively, V. Carter, IT tech and hacker extraordinaire, and Darren Max, campus police officer. Absent is their mutual friend Carl Day, a private investigator who's busy working a case. Next day, Aaron and Josh receive a call from Rio Grande Hospital in Argentina. Apparently, Carl is there, frostbitten and delirious after being found two days prior stumbling into a research station in Antarctica, wearing an unusual environment suit ill-suited to the cold and clutching a stone statuette. Seemingly undergoing a psychotic break, raving about someone being after him, but how on earth did he end up in Antarctica? Even stranger, Carl calls, claiming to still be in Chicago working his case. He invites the gang to a coffee house in the evening for help with a translation of some kind. Mistaken identity? A prank? The number that called is on the Rio Grande Hospital website, but surely V is tech-savvy enough to spoof that sort of thing. She has been acting a bit weird since Aaron and she… never mind. At the Insomnia Coffee House, V denies any involvement, and she and Emily join in the speculation about Carl's doppelganger but the real Carl doesn't show. Eventually, the group heads to his office, which has been broken into. The building's security guard is persuaded to let them look around while she checks CCTV footage. V manages to trip with a letter opener, gashing herself, but accidentally discovering a wall safe hidden behind a signed Chicago Bears photo, which she shreds and covers in her blood. Aaron fails to pick the lock, and they're kicked out by the furious guard. Time to check Carl's apartment. The lights are on, but no answer to a knock. Josh spots a masked intruder climbing down the fire escape and the group give chase, but the three desk jockey intellectuals and the segue-softened ex-detective avail themselves poorly. The miscreant escapes, and the only way into Carl's apartment is up three flights of icy metal stairs. Determined to be first on the crime scene, Aaron manages to heave his bulk and his gammy leg up to let the others in, ready to inspect and possibly ruin another crime scene before the Chicago PD arrives. And we're returning to our investigators, giving a standing ovation to our campus police officer who has slithered up the icy stairs and into Calde's apartment and has opened the door for everyone else to enter. You know you have a limited amount of time because the police have already been contacted. 
So, uh, do we have gloves or something this time? And can everyone make sure that V doesn't pick up a knife? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say you have gloves. I think it would have to be a lacquer. Oh, because you didn't come out. We came out in the winter in Chicago. In Chicago. Oh, yeah. gloves, like snow gloves, not like. Uh... Yeah. I mean, any, yeah, I don't, I don't think we've brought evidence, yeah, gloves, like... but like anything that prevents our fingerprints getting on things is probably a good idea. Yeah, you probably have have thick, thick snow gloves. Yeah. I like Bernie Sanders-style mittens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carefully picking up the evidence. Your dexterity is lower. But yeah. <laughs> With these massive woolen <laughs> People will be making memes of us. <laughs> and yeah, you're inside the apartment. As you know, it's a small one-bedroom apartment. It has almost no decorations. There's only some pictures of his kids from his first marriage that kind of are on the walls. Uh, the place is uh, quite messy in the sense that it has been searched, but it's not totally ransacked. Uh, and you're welcome to tell me um, which rooms you're exploring and uh, what you're looking for. Right, so we've got a map of the place, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know uh, it, so I'm, I'm happy to give that to you. You don't actually, in character, have a map of the place. <laughs> and the, the the man the man with the very muscular buttocks mm -hmm. that I saw escaping down the fire escape, he had a, a rucksack that looked like it was filled with something large and rectangular. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what, like the size of a speaker from like a music system or bigger than that? How is it bigger than a bread? Oh, no, not this again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> flatter. Flatter. So it could have been like a picture, maybe? Yeah, it could have been a big picture. Okay, is there any... So in that case, what Josh is going to do is he's going to check the walls to see if there's any um, discoloration or hooks on the walls with no picture. Okay. What is everyone else looking for? I'll look through the utility closet for a safe and his bedroom cupboard. Okay. How about Emily? Is there an obvious kind of focus of the search? You know, is there, like, for instance, a particular chest of drawers that's been open and tossed aside, or is it just a general kind of mess? Uh, it appears to be a general mess, but if you're looking around, uh, you might spot in the kitchen that there is a laptop power cord plugged into the wall. But no laptop. Without a laptop. Oh, no. Ah. Is there anything kind of electronic obviously missing, like a computer or a TV or anything? But you've just answered my question. There you go. You're very yeah. welcome. And uh, how about uh, Aaron? Aaron uh, is looking around for anywhere that he might have kept papers. It's not a very big apartment, so there's no home office, but any, like, shelves, bookcases, anything like that. Okay. So... On the wall, you don't uh, find anything, and why you, you you can you can roll me a spot hidden for more a more generic search. And in the bedroom, V, you don't find anything in the airing cupboard. But if you want to search more thoroughly the bedroom, you can roll me a spot hidden as well. Okay. Yeah, Josh failed on spot hidden. Okay. Didn't even occur to me a laptop. We ha I haven't gotten into 2021 vision yet at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, same. Um, a portrait of some sort. <laughs> Good news on my spot hidden. I just rolled a four, which is an extreme success. Wow. Amazing. Nice. How about the bedroom? She succeeded. All right. Okay, so with the extreme success in the uh, kind of main area of the house, uh, Emily, you find uh, you uh, lift one of Carl's shoes and underneath you find a sticky note. The note says Chase 224-555-2312. And in the bedroom V, you find under a nightstand drawer stuck with tape a small key. Oh, perfect. The key to his safe. If only we'd come here first. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, that is all for now. 
Uh, you start hearing some some sirens in the distance. So we should probably all stand by the door and pretend we uh, found it this way, or should we shut it up again, or what should we do, Aaron? Uh, listen, I don't, I don't really want to have to explain to anybody on the force that we messed up another crime scene. So, uh, yeah, we, listen. All we did was we checked to make sure there was no other intruders still in the place. All right. Yeah. And I've got that video, right? That's that's going to be helpful to them. They'll be pleased with me for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? Let's let's at least give it to them, and they can see if they can figure anything out. I uh, found a key, probably for a safe, right? And I found a note. It's got a phone number, maybe. That's a weird-looking number. Yeah, Chase. Is that a person or like uh, Chase Manhattan Bank? Sounds like the kind of name I'd give a clown. (laughs) 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 Patreon content. Patreon-only jokes. (laughs) Is that a Chicago phone number? Yeah. Okay. Ah. Oh, okay, it's not that weird at all then. It's just a weird (laughs) name. Genuine question, are we keeping that sticky note or are we taking a photo of that sticky note? Because, again, it's the year 2021. We don't have to keep every mm. piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, Aaron is anti-stealing evidence, so let's snap a pic as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that, that could be forensics on it. Okay. But we are stealing yeah. the key to the No, you can take right? a picture of the key and then go and make a cut. That's not going to help. <laughs> and rub your phone against the safe. <laughs> That's how it works, right? <laughs> Look, I don't think we should be taking anything. We can we can tell him we found this key and he'll probably open the safe. In it. I mean, the point is no one broke into the safe, whatever they were there stealing. This is a serious question, Aaron. If we give them the key, which was what, what V, you said, taped under the nightstand. Mm-hmm. If we give them the key, yeah. are they going to tell us what was in the safe? You're asking me if we should give important evidence to the police. I'm asking you if you don't want to know what's in that safe. Marsh, they didn't come in here looking for a key. Or maybe they did, but they didn't find it. It's not even part of the crime scene. It was just on his uh, bedside table. You can (laughs) bet your ass they're going to want to know where the key to the safe is once they've been through his office. And you know what the police have access to? The phone book and locksmiths. Yeah, right. I say, I guess you ain't wrong. Why, 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 I do want to know what's in that safe, but I mean, listen, we give him the key. Maybe I make a couple of calls tomorrow if I can, you know, uh, someone who knew me while I was on the force. Maybe they. Yeah. Stop being such a square. We're taking the key. Yeah. I guess I... Aaron, you square. <laughs> Shut at <it>, you. <laughs> okay, but this note... Th- this note was clearly left for somebody who would come looking, right? Not just the cops. We ain't taking the note. So it was stuck under a shoe. Yeah, but it's half stuck under the shoe, actually. Not even fully stuck. Put the note back, all right? Yeah, take a photo. I'm taking a photo of the, the, the note. There we go. Oh, I don't feel good about this, but I guess I didn't drag my ass up all those stairs for nothing. His laptops <laughs> are missing too. Did Did you see? The cable's still here. It's plugged in. Laptop. Oh man, I was searching for some sort of stolen picture or something. <laughs> Have you forgotten what year it is? <laughs> I was so sure it was 1921. <laughs> uh, it's the 20s, all right. Mm-hmm. They are roaring. And uh, the you hear the police arrive and kind of knock into neighbors making inquiries. Well, Aaron's going to kind of like wander out to, you know, out the front door and kind of wave them down. And then 
oh, he's really going to take a moment to like feel like a real cop again. <laughs> and it's that awkward thing where like they're real cops and he's a guy who like had to leave the force because of alcoholism and a mental breakdown and now he just rides around a campus on a Segway but this is his moment and he's like oh yeah we're all here together we're all being cops looking at crime scenes and they're like yeah no Mr. Civilian like just let us do our job and he's like no no you should look over there and do you still know Jerry and forensics are we used to you know it's Mm -hmm. kind of awkward yep they seem quite uh, curious about how you were in two crime scenes in one night and yeah, they ask you lots of questions about what you've seen and what happened. They take your details again. I think I think Josh, knowing that that Aaron has like you know he knows the lingo and possibly has contacts and friends on the force, will let him lead the discussion. But whenever it looks like his um, general grumpiness and lack of social skills is getting in the way, Josh will sort of step in and you know try and give a more plausible explanation for things. <laughs> Okay, and then finally they tell you that we'll contact you if they need anything else and they let you go, taking over the crime scene. Aaron does not want to leave. He's like, (laughs) he's laughing essentially. (laughs) He's like the guy who has like the katanas on his wall and he practices swinging them around and now like finally there's a samurai battle happening like on his street and he he just, he can't back away. While you were investigating the mythos, I studied the blade. (laughs) (laughs) Are you basically Star Wars kid? Yeah. Yeah, essentially, just a grown-up Star Wars kid. Okay, so so what's our next plan? Because we, how long is it going to be before they leave the office, Aaron? Because we can't go back to the safe until, you know, it's no longer a crime scene. I mean, it depends who's on duty and what else has gotten called in tonight. I don't know. It could be a while, or maybe they just tape it up and come back in the morning. Yeah, and they're not going to post a post an officer or anything right i mean it's just gonna be stick up some tape and move on it's just a it's just a b and e is that what you call it yeah <laughs> uh, actually we have this complicated numerical code i mean uh, and i don't know enough about <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know enough about how cops work in real life do they just tape it up and leave or are they like they might come back for the safe we better leave a guy here uh, I mean, they would. This the place has security twenty four seven. That's anyway. true. They just leave Suzanne yeah. or Suzanne's replacement in charge. Yeah. <laughs> that's if Suzanne's even there. She hasn't literally stormed out. That's true. <laughs> Something to think about. It is just a breaking and entering case. No one has reported our friend missing because we don't know if he's missing yet. Yeah. So it's not a big case. Breaking and entering. What did they steal? They just broke the door down. Surely they won't stick around for longer than a few hours, perhaps. And he he answered the phone. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but he ain't answering it now. Something must have happened between then and now. What's the time in Argentina right now? It's uh, three hours ahead. Oh, well done. Uh, Nice one, V. It's like 2 a.m. Okay, so we're not calling there until tomorrow. When we do, we should video call them. So they have to show us Josh. Not Josh. So they have to show us Carl. <laughs> I'm in Argentina too? As <laughs> <laughs> as you know, everyone is. They, they found me inappropriately dressed in the middle of the Gobi Desert. <laughs> <laughs> and they flee to Argentina. Um, this is all too weird. So, I don't know, I'm off. I'm all full of, I'm all full of adrenaline. I feel like we ought to be doing something, but I, I can't think what else well, to do Well, we've got tonight. this number from the sticky note, this chase person or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. let's, let's search it. See if it shows up on the internet. We've got to try every lead. You're searching the um, phone number on the internet? Yeah, come on, V, do some internet shit. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm on it. I'll... All right. You put uh, Chase 224-555-2312 on Google or uh, other search engine, whatever you prefer. Ask Jeeves. (laughs) (laughs) Emily misses Ask Jeeves. She's not very technical. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you learn that this is the phone number of a Diana Chase at 1425 Brown Avenue, Evanston, in the north side of Chicago. Diana. 
That's one of Carl's ex-wives. <laughs> Not as far as you know. <laughs> Can we find anything out about her if we then follow that thread? I mean, at this point, we're probably, we've probably driven back to, what, somebody's house? Yeah. Or, yeah. or back to the insomniac coffee house? <laughs> it's quite late. Yeah, it's 11. This is a long shot, but uh, none of you know Carl's uh, Apple password, do you? I might oh. be able to find my, find my phone to his uh, computer. Can we guess it? <laughs> That's how it works in the movies, right? You just keep typing stuff in and it tells you stuff like password almost correct. Yeah. <laughs> and clearly a private investigator would do something like put password or name of his first pet. PA55WZ. If you feel like V would be able to access his computer by guessing his password, then I will allow it with a hard computer use. Oh, if you're going to give that to me, there is no way I'm not doing that. (laughs) Can't turn down that kind of challenge. Oh my god, I got a 0 2. That's an extreme (gasps) success. Yes, V. (gasps) Oh, yes. Oh my v God. hacks the main into the mainframe. Um, she's, <laughs> she's transported. In. I can see the internet through ones yeah. and zeros. Um, everything is uh, green, and uh, then uh, she <laughs> an image forms in her eyes, which is uh, yeah, she's inside the laptop. You see um, various billing admin files, emails, and a calendar. You see the appointment for meeting you at the Insomnia Cafe on December 9th. Can we see when that appointment was made? On that day. Okay, I don't think our characters are actually into our weird time-travelling theories, but... I don't think you can see when an appointment was made on Google Calendar, but um, it's there. No, probably not. Um, You see various meetings. Nothing stands out besides a diary note uh, of a new client named Diana Chase. 1425 Brown Avenue, Evanston, North Chicago. And that's it. <laughs> wow. Computer use has come in handy. You got the same info twice. <laughs> well Thank done. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Thank God he kept everything in the cloud. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And I'll turn my laptop around and face them and then point to the name, Diana. Well, next step, what can we find out about her? Can you look on that? Right? Is MySpace still a thing? MySpace is still a thing, right? <laughs> oh, I, I think I think you want Friendster. That's the oh, big one these Friends days. Reunited, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was uh, partial to Bebo back in the day. <laughs> v picks up her phone and says, "Oh, uh, Emily, it's you. For you, uh, a dinosaur called. They want their social media back." <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm getting roasted tonight. <laughs> Savage. Uh, you can't find anything else about uh, Diana Chase. Maybe there's like a Facebook profile with like an image of yeah, clip art on it uh, that is very private and she doesn't accept friend requests. Okay, yeah. I'll pass that info on. I think we're going to have to go and try and find her. Meet her or call her tomorrow. I'm sure she's asleep now. Okay, so tomorrow we call this woman. We call Argentina. And we try the office building again. I mean, this is Carl, right? We gotta. We gotta make sure he's okay. Yeah. Yeah, for Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's been into some really weird stuff, and he's probably got on the wrong side of danger a few times, but there's something doesn't sit right about this. Yeah. You're right. We, we've we've got to we've got to follow this up. I mean, somebody has hit his house and his office at the same time on the same day as someone claims he's in a hospital. This is like a coordinated attack. Yeah. I mean, th- this wasn't just a normal burglary, right? The guy who took his laptop. Nah, something's fishy here. It must be connected to a case or so. <laughs> you chuckling at fishy. <laughs> that was the previous <laughs> It's true. It's got to be connected to a case. Someone wanted information, not valuables. I do not get the angle of trying to convince us he was in Antarctica, but maybe it was just to throw us off or something. 
Yeah. I mean, there must be people wanting information that he's got, like, every day. This is what he does, right? But this is, this is different. This is, this is weird. Just on a whim, I'm going to try and call him again. I'm afraid you get no answer. Do I get to voicemail or anything? Phone appears to be switched off. Okay. Hmm. What do you think about going to his office and looking for whatever's in his safe? Maybe the police aren't there anymore. What, now? I mean, our friend's potentially in danger, right? How are we going to get past uh, Suzanne, if she's even still there? I'm sure you can butter her up. They'll see us on the CCTV, though. I mean, we can't hide. Unless you've got some kind of weird, techy way of disabling them. Uh, no. I don't think I can do that. (laughs) Unless I can get access to the cameras and... Well, I don't know. This is all new to me. She said that the she said that the cameras were blacked out. Maybe she meant that someone literally just sprayed paint on the cameras, right? Yeah. We could go take a look at the cameras, see if they look like they've been tampered with. If they have, then we're as safe as whoever broke into the uh, broke into the office. That's pretty smart, actually. I do you think we should have told those cops back there that we think this is a missing persons case? I mean. You guys really think somebody's kidnapped Carl or something? Well, we don't... Even we don't know that yet. We're just trying to check that our friend is safe. That's all. Yeah, I don't feel good about him not answering his phone, not being at home, and not being at the office. I mean, he might be... I guess he might be out on a case, staking out something. Why would he say he wanted to meet us if he didn't plan on showing up? Exactly. He's not the most reliable man in the world, but he'd normally send a text at least. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I'm starting to get a real bad feeling. Events overtook him, clearly. Are we going to go check these cameras, or are we going to do that tomorrow after we make some phone calls? No, let's do it. We can decide to report him missing after. Sooner the better, yeah. Okay. It's probably like midnight now or something, right? Yep. You guys don't have to work tomorrow, right? (laughs) It is a... (laughs) It's a Friday, after all. <laughs> it's a Wednesday, isn't it? Oh, no, it's a Thursday, isn't it? Tomorrow's a Friday. Oh, tomorrow's Friday, yeah. I'm an academic. I work when I want to work. <laughs> uh, it's nothing coffee won't fix. <laughs> this is what under-eye concealer was made for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you go back to the office. Yeah. Uh, roll me group luck. Seems like a good oh. opportunity for it. 45 is the lowest, I think. Yeah. That's pretty good, guys. That's our best group luck in a while. <laughs> yeah? Oh, it's me. Is anybody lower than 45? <laughs> no. I got 50. Yeah, good. Hell yeah. Thank you, Fanwell Dice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a 25. Okay. Yes. You go back to the office. And yeah, my, my plan is to sort of approach, so not park directly outside or whatever, to approach from the side and try and see if I can see the CCTV cameras and whether it looks like someone has like spray-painted them or stuck something to them. Uh, there's a front entrance and a back entrance. Which one are you checking? Ooh. A back entrance, you say? <laughs> <laughs> this time I think we should split up, just in case someone else comes herring down from upstairs. There's not, they're not going to have gone back to break back in. Right. I don't know, man. Criminals always return to the scene of the crime. I'm just kicking myself for not splitting up and catching the... Yeah, I'm a cop. I know these things. All criminals. All criminals. (laughs) All criminals. They always return within hours to the scene of the crime. (laughs) They didn't get that safe the first time, and now they're hungry for it. Especially when the plot demands it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. Are we going to the front or the back? Well, I mean, I think I would check the cameras on the front to see if it looks like they have been physically blocked or tampered with uh the cameras on the front seem to work and inside you can see uh suzanne on the desk in the lobby with a big box of donuts uh drinking what looks like coffee and crying oh man at least it wasn't the ubiquitous pint of ice cream um (laughs) let's um let's try let's try let's try the back i guess for suzanne yeah. Or Suzanne. <laughs> yeah, the back sounds the good. Back, um, the back cameras are indeed spray paint. 
goodness. Now the bad cameras are indeed spray painted. I can't say it. Spray painted. Spray. The bad cameras are spray painted. <laughs> black. Yeah. Spray painted. Spray painted black. Okay. Okay. And it, it is there a back door, or are we talking about fire escapes again? There's a back door. Thank God. <laughs> but would that allow us to get to the stairs without Suzanne seeing us? I mean, they made think? it. In, uh, right? It doesn't lead to the lobby, so you could, yeah. What's the point in having a... Se- this building security is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Why have they even got a security guard? Good question. <laughs> okay, so gently try the back door. Yeah, it appears to be open. Oh. Wow. Remind me to never get an office in this place. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone be real quiet. Okay, everybody walk up the stairs like this whilst I go do 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 Okay. Did you bring the key? Of course. We took it we took a photo of the key oh, and yeah. rubbed the photo on the safe. <laughs> That's right. We got this. You go upstairs to the office and uh, you make it inside the safe. Within it, you find cash, film negatives, USB drives, and paper files. What do you do? Do you sit there and look through it, or do you take it? What's your thinking? Should we take this back to uh, Insomnia Cafe? Somewhere not in public, I think. Yeah, and I mean, we need someone to plug these drives into. Yeah. And ideally... Any of you academic types use one of those old slide projectors? Wait, no, these are photo negatives, right? Not slides. Film negatives. Yeah. Okay, no, we'd need a dark room. But there's going to be a photography department or whatever on campus. Of or course. a club, yeah. 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 We can get somebody to help us with that almost certainly. So, okay, we're leaving the cash because we don't want it or need it. And you academics. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, okay. <laughs> We're not criminals. We don't want to steal from our friends, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't need it. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Post-it notes are expensive. Um, <laughs> but presumably we're going to just check this stuff out as quickly as we can and what? Return it to the police in a brown envelope or something? <laughs> or what? Put it back in the thing? Keep it. Put it in a baby crib and leave it outside the fire station. <laughs> Sounds sensible. <laughs> yeah. Aaron is definitely in favour of getting this back to the police somehow after we've satisfied our curiosity. Okay, then let's okay let's take the stuff wearing our, our massive winter mittens <laughs> and um, <laughs> and on the drive back to wh- whichever apartment we were doing our internet searches in, I think. Josh will drive past a, you know, a, 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 an all-night sort of pharmacy or something and try and pick up some um, latex gloves. The paper files contain information regarding uh, Diana Chase. Uh, you learn that she hired Carl to find out about the recent spate of property sales on her street in Evanston. and to find out whether her new neighbours, uh, called the Watsons, are involved in this in some illegal way. Uh. And looking at the USB, you see photographs of the interior of the property that seem to have been taken through an outside window. The images show strange patterns or symbols on the interior plaster moulding, which at first glance seem runic in nature. And then another image shows the front of a property with a number 1424. Uh, it appears to be a recently renovated early 20th century two-story home. Let me know whether you want to look further into any of this information. And you're also welcome to roll me a cult and or Cthulhu mythos uh, around the strange symbols. Yeah, I've got both of those. Oh, ho, yes. Should I roll once and see if I hit either, or should I pick one? Uh, pick one. You can pick. You can do both, but just let me know which one you're rolling for. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, in that case, great big heavy super dice for Cthulhu Mythos, and less heavy dice for occult. Uh, oh, I should have done it the other way around. <laughs> Typical. 
Um, I did not pass Cthulhu Mythos, but I did pass a cult with a, an extreme success. Wow. Okay, so you feel fa- fairly certain that the symbols and the patterns have no connection to any known religion or magical practice that you know of. So it's not typical occult. Mm-mm. Fun. Can you spend luck on Cthulhu Mythos? Yeah. I'm three off making my Cthulhu Mythos <laughs> event if we want that. Ooh. I've only got eight points of Mythos, so my odds are not that much better than they are of fumbling. I can give it a go, though. I say spend the luck if uh, if Hal doesn't do it. Yeah, I've got the most luck. Shall I try, and then if I fail... Might as well give it a go, yeah. All right, come on, shiny opalite dice. Okay, yeah, then that's a 50, so... Mm. Okay, I'll spend three points of luck, Cthulhu Mythos. Okay, so this reminds you of some of your reading in the forums. These appear to be elements of some kind of spell or alien language, possibly connected to the worship of Cthulhu, of which you have uh, heard before from your readings. I'll uh, keep the tone hushed and lower the brightness on my laptop screen while everyone's kind of doing their own thing and say, Josh, Josh. Yeah? Fucking look at this. It's not... uh... You know these symbols? No, it's not anything occult. I, I, I'm pretty certain it's not religious. It's look closer. It's like the ones we found on those those forums. Shit. Exactly like the ones we found on those forums. I think you're right. Oh man, what, what does this mean? This is just a house. This is just a house that that's on the street that this woman lives on, right? Yeah. And so what? So what? Some. Some creepy, what, cultists or something have moved in next door? I don't know. I mean, they gotta be trolls, right? They're just... Or maybe there's some kind of religion forming here that we don't know about. Although... Man, I... All of this is way too convenient. Looking further into the files and to Carl's own notes, apparently he did some more digging and he discovered that the realtor, Global Realty, and the Watsons are both connected to an organization called the Church of Perfect Science. Oh no. Love them. Church of Perfect Science. Yep. Oh, dear. (laughs) No one likes perfect science. Everyone, uh, V might share a little bit about what Josh and her uncovered on the forums and how, you know, they were fans of some strange lady from the 1920s named Adelaide who had written, written some books about what she'd experienced. But they're definitely can uh convinced they're just you know internet trolls and things like that but uh seeing this again kind of makes her shudder a bit so she'll share what they went through yeah this stuff turns up all over the internet in really weird places and in some really really old texts that i was asked to take a look at hang on uh 20s adelaide you mean that uh, Glyphid lady? They they made all those horror movies about her stories. We're talking about the same just classic horror stuff. It was one of the forums with the strange stuff, yeah. Wasn't she in an asylum? Yeah, that's what I heard. She, uh, didn't she, like, they locked her up. She was still young. She spent, like, decades in one of those old-timey loony bins writing all these crazy stories. Yeah. I just, I like the movies. I watch them on night shifts. But why are they here? What the hell has Carl gotten into? Yeah. We need to go and speak to Diana Chase tomorrow. If she's the one investigating this or getting Carl to investigate this, if these people are not uh, enjoying being looked into or found out that they're being looked into, Diana Chase could be in danger as well. Clearly they were doing something to 
tip her off. There was something very wrong here, or else why would she have called Carl in the first place? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people can be pretty petty. Yeah. It may, it may well have been just a, you know, angry neighbor with more money than sense, but... Angry HOA. <laughs> I, th I think V's right. She could be in danger as well, right? I need some sleep. It's late. And we need to find somebody to help us look at these negatives tomorrow. I mean, presumably if we hold the negatives up to light, can we get any sense of what they're of? Oh, they're the same pictures you see in the USB. Oh, are okay. they? Oh, that's okay. handy. No need to bother the photography department. Okay. Well, that's something. Yeah, this is making less and less sense to me. You're telling me these guys are like using the same weirdo language as a bunch of internet kooks who like the same horror stories I do. Like, I don't uh, I, Yeah, I gotta get some sleep. Well, I mean, if this crazy Adelaide woman made up this language and, and made up these stories, it's like, well, maybe there's somebody crazy now who is taking it seriously. I mean, she always claimed I, that I, they they put in the... They say, she said, that some of that stuff actually happened to her. So I figure there's probably conspiracy nuts actually believe it. I'm telling you, me and V have seen some of the same stuff in proper ancient texts. Yeah. It's not just... It's not just some crazy internet forum or horror story writer. It's more. Okay, so maybe there's a grain of truth in it, but religions die out all the time. They rise and they fall, <sighs> you know, when a, a, a particular group maybe gets defeated in war, either their gods get forgotten or they get syncretized into a new culture. Strauss, I'm not taking Anthropology 101. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it would benefit you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it would benefit you to upgrade from a Nokia to a iPhone. There is nothing wrong with a Nokia, you see. I drop it out the window, it still works. <laughs> That's true. That is absolutely true. You could kill a man with that brick. <laughs> Believe me, I'm close to it. <laughs> right. Bed. What's the earliest everybody can get together tomorrow? So we can call Argentina, we can call Diana Chase. Yeah. Ten. Ten? I can cancel my morning lecture. I'll claim I'm sick or something. It's not like the students are gonna mind. <laughs> no, I'm supposed to be on shift earlier than that, but maybe I can, I don't know. I think I got some bruises from tonight's work. Maybe I can just uh, call it sick. Okay, ten. My office? If you all call oh, in sick and then go to the camp to campus, that would be very no, awkward. Okay. <laughs> Ten. Did, whose apartment did we go to? I have no idea. This random apartment we found? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never decided. We all live together like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> uh, I need some sleep. Good night, everyone. Whose apartment would we have been playing poker in? Who's got the nicest place? Or who has like a poker room? I have 40 credit rating. Josh's place is relatively nice. Who, do, who has the highest credit rating? Yeah, V, right? Surely 40. I've only got 25. I've got 30, yeah. And we're at a solid 10. So, Brad, uh... plus, that's probably where all your equipment is to be doing the hiking. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, yeah. yeah. My place. Yeah, your 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 internet portal to the mainframe is there. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> your interportal. It's also where you record your podcast about a, a popular horror-based tabletop RPG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if uh, any of you want to stay the night, uh, I've got a spare room, space in my bed. <laughs> <Until, laughs> uh, <laughs> Breathe through our teeth and smile and. <laughs> <laughs> I might go back to my own place, but thanks, V. <laughs> Aaron doesn't even say anything. He just turns around <laughs> and starts moseying. Oh, good. Come on, Aaron. I'll give you a lift. Uh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. My leg is really... Oh, God. I gotta get a compress on this knee. I'm not surprised after you, you know, 
full-on mountain man up that fire escape. <laughs> that was pretty... That was something, right? I, I don't know what came over me, but... <laughs> I was impressed, I have to admit. Yeah, you should have seen me back when I was on the force. Uh, tomorrow's gonna be... Oh, this thing's gonna be a bitch, I can already tell. And we all go to bed. And you'll go to bed and some of you sleep. Yeah, I don't sleep. I end up staying up too late googling stuff. Roll for insomnia. Oh. <laughs> roll for insomnia. Is that a thing? I guess roll power, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. See if you have the, the self-discipline to fall asleep. <laughs> uh, um. 34. I I just miss out on a hard success on power. Okay, and I want uh, both um, Aaron and Emily to also roll power. Uh, to see how they're doing in terms of, uh, you know, you've had a day. Do you reach for the alcohol? Ooh, Ooh that's boy. true. Do we fall off the wagon? Oh, dear. And, uh, of course, for V, do you reach into your um, <laughs> your stash of old uh, Aaron photographs? <laughs> oh, my God. She took photos. <laughs> uh, that was a 50. Six, and my pal is only 40, so I do not have the you willpower reach for the to resist drink. the bourbon. Uh, the bourbon which I should not even have. I got a hard success of 12 against 45. I'm feeling stubborn. You're better at avoiding the drink. Oh, yeah. well you. However, you're not going to be doing too well tomorrow. Well, Emily's actually my, my AA sponsor, so <laughs> can I roll to see if I have the willpower to call her before I fall off the wagon, or are we just determining that I go straight for it? Ooh, what kind of failure was it? It was a... my willpower was 40 and it was a 56. Hmm. Given that I had a hard success, maybe I would have thought he's going to be tempted. Okay, you can have a bonus die if you can call and, and get a bonus die. Ooh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, I do. So I, I go home and I try and sleep and I toss and turn for a while and I'm just worrying about Carl and then like for a minute there I felt like a real cop again and the adrenaline and I just uh, I get that itch. And I roll the number of the beast. That's a 66, so... You call and then no. you manage to hold off for a bit, but... She talks me down, and I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, I'll just stupid. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go sleep. And then he, he does not. He crawls over to the kitchen where in some, like, tucked at the back of a shelf for whatever reason, he still has half a bottle of bourbon that he keeps telling himself he's never going to touch again. But mm -hmm. he does. You tried. He did try. And uh, you, uh, yeah gather up again in the morning at uh, V's place. Should have stayed over. Aaron is a bit late. Right. Yeah. It's true. And uh, when he finally arrives, he uh, smells a bit of alcohol. And he's wearing a, like, aviator reflector shades. Yep. And just is very grumpy. Something you want to say, Aaron? Something you need to talk about? I, uh, I got us coffees here. Nobody else knows about either of your problems with drink, do we? I don't know. I don't, I don't think we've discussed that. I, honestly, I figure we would have brought it up because if we're playing poker regularly together... Mm. Yeah, and I'm sitting there drinking a beer or whatever. Yeah, we're always yeah. drinking, yeah. like, zero alcohol beer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah grape juice instead mm -hmm. of wine if we go out for dinner. Exactly. I think it's come up. Yeah. I think Josh will take a coffee and do that sort of awkward man upper arm squeeze and just say, thanks, man. Yeah, no sweat. It's okay. If you try again tomorrow, you'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. We'll, look, we got some calls to make, right? Uh, has anyone tried Carl yet today? No. Oh. No, no, that's a great idea. I'll try calling Carl. Yeah. Uh, phone's still off. No. Okay. Argentina or Diane first? And of course, you have learned some new things you're welcome to look into. Of yeah. Of course, all of that stuff. I think we should start by calling Argentina personally, because they're three hours ahead, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to know who the hell is yeah. lying in that hospital that? bed. Mmm. 
Rio Grande Hospital. Grande Hospital. All right, I put my phone on speaker and I uh, call the number that called me. First, I show V the website. <laughs> I was like, look, does this look, uh, this look real to you? Not like a spoof. I look it over. It looks legit, I assume. I mean, it's not a great website, but uh, it seems legit enough. You know, like they, they, they got a volunteer to make it. <laughs> Yeah, they skimped on the web designer, but I mean, it seems legit as far as I can tell. All right, because if we call like the main switchboard, I, I don't know they're going to tell us anything about their patients, you know? Do you want to speak Spanish? Yeah, I do. Oh, perfect. Yeah, they told us we should learn sensitivity training and everything, but I, I don't have the knack. Uh, M, you want to take the call? Sure. Yeah, uh... Put it on speakerphone so everybody can hear. The Spanish. <laughs> yeah, a receptionist answers, Hola! <laughs> and then uh, you continue the conversation in Spanish. We're not doing this scene in Spanish, Pedro. <laughs> My duolingo won't take it. <laughs> I, I, I did three years at uni, but I've forgotten it, so... <laughs> is it definitely Spanish in Argentina? It's not Portuguese, is it? Might be yeah, Spanish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's where they do the tango. Ah. It's very mm -hmm. sexy. It certainly is. Mm -hmm. um, they ask, um, how, how can they help? It's probably a nurse or receptionist that answers. Uh, yes, I, I'd like to uh, speak to... Did, did, I, did we get the name of um, the doctor yesterday? Dr. Sonia. Uh, yes, I'd like to speak to Dr. Sonia, please. Uh, Sonia Sanchez. Doctora Sanchez? Oh, yeah. Do you mean? Si, uh, si uh, Senora Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Un momento. Gracias. <laughs> See, we did do it in Spanish. Yay! <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then uh, you're transferred, and Dr. Sanchez replies. Hello, uh, who is this? I've been told uh, an English person wants to talk to me. <laughs> American. <laughs> uh, yes, this is uh, a, a friend of the person you called yesterday about uh, Carl Day, a patient that you have there. Oh, Mr. Day, I'm, I'm afraid uh, he's not doing any better yet. Uh, we expected uh, his recovery to take a few days, so maybe, maybe call again tomorrow. And there's, there's nothing more you know about what about, about his condition. How did he get to be the way he is? Uh, we could only speculate. We don't know. And he hasn't woken up. And you you are positive he's there, and he hasn't left, and he hasn't used the phone. Yes, I just checked on him in my morning rounds. He's there. He's he has moments of waking up but he's in such a such a state we have to sedate him again strauss yeah. strauss Emily. can she take a photo of him uh yes can, yeah. can you uh video call something do you do you have uh facetime on your phone or, or anything like that i i don't know I'm, I'm not very technical but um can, can we see him uh sorry this is a landline oh is there any way we can see him? Can you, like, take a picture and email it to somebody? We're just really worried about him, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that's not within my pay grade, and uh, I sure couldn't share details of my personal number, so I'm afraid I, I can't. We only have landlines here. This is this is a hospital. We Also, it would probably be a, an issue with confidentiality. He is here, I assure you. We have checked all of his documentations. This is... I'm not sure what, what you need. Your friend is very unwell. Yeah, that's why we want to see him. We want to make sure that he's okay. But we are doing everything we can to take care of Mr. Day. Well, we all appreciate that, Doctor. We, we know you must be working really hard for him, but... I'm sure you can see our position too. I'm afraid I have a lot of patients to check with. Uh, please call back in a few days or he will call you when he's feeling in a better state. I'm afraid I have to go. Thank you. All right. 
Muchas gracias. Weird, right? I'm I'm gonna start calling his ex-wives. I want to know if they've seen him or heard from him recently. Who whose number did you give to uh, Doctor Sanchez? Can you uh, ask them what? Well, whether they got a call and and what was said, right? Check the stories match. Yeah, exactly. So give her a buzz. Mm-hmm. Hi, Linda. Is that you? Hi, this is Linda. <laughs> Who am, I, who am I speaking to? Linda, it's Aaron. Sorry, I, I know oh, it's... Oh, hi, Aaron. How are you? <laughs> uh, boy, you sound like you're in a good mood. <laughs> I didn't think you'd want to be talking to your ex-husband's friend like this, but okay. Uh, I just wanted to check in. It's about Carl. Oh, yeah. The, the hospital did call me about Carl. Poor Carl. I... How did he make it to Antarctica? I don't understand. They called you too. Listen, I can't make head nor tail from this of this thing. Have you spoken to him recently? I just uh, I saw him on uh, on Tuesday, December seventh, but that was it. Well, hold hold up, hold the phone a second. You saw him the very same day he was picked up near the South Pole and flown to Argentina. I mean, uh, that man, you know, he will do anything to make no sense to me. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's full of surprises. And he's drinking, it's a problem. Is this new info? You probably know about it. Okay. It's a problem. <laughs> yeah, well, look, that's besides the point right now. You, okay, did you, you, you seen him or you talked to him on the phone on the 7th? I saw him. Yeah, he came up. He came by to pick up some things. And he was just—he <laughs> was acting normal. Anything screwy going on? I mean, it's uh, as normal as he acts. Did he tell you anyone? Please was... hang up. I can't take this. <laughs> I can't. This is important info. <laughs> this is our biggest lead yet. No, it's not. Okay. Well, Aaron <laughs> thinks it is. <laughs> Linda, tell us all about your week. <laughs> Linda. Same old things with vowels in. <laughs> it was just normal old little Carl. I don't understand. Normal he was little Carl. All depressed and drunk. Uh, he, he was moving very slow. <laughs> Aaron, I, I don't think she has much more for us. Let's uh, leave the poor lady alone. Fee, this is crazy. She's seen him the same day he... There's no... It's a different guy. It's 100% a different guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be. And we're not gonna know. If the doctor won't take a picture, then we don't know. There's no chance he doesn't have a twin that we don't know about, right? I mean, that that's just know. not possible. <laughs> I never thought of Linda. that. Linda. Linda, does he have a twin? <laughs> a twin? Ah, I wouldn't put it past him. That old Kali. <laughs> With his, with his secrets <laughs> and his drinking. Has he called you from the hospital? Have you spoken to him since he's been down there? No, they said he was uh, he was unable to talk. All right, listen. I don't know what kind of scam that guy's playing, but that ain't Carl down there, all right? This is a mistaken identity case. I don't know how they got... Just stay sharp, okay? Don't be giving anyone your address, your social security, nothing. All, all right. right. Anything weird happens, you... All right. Call me, all right. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I put the phone down. Do you think, so do you think there's any relevance to the fact that she thought he was drunk, right? Uh, oh, maybe. Maybe he was drunk. Well, well, maybe he was just drunk. or maybe He does tend to be drunk. Okay. Okay. It's good info. As far as you know him. Uh, yep. And you receive a text message, Aaron. Mm-hmm. And... It's from an unknown number, and it, it says, here you go, and it's a picture of Carl Day in a hospital bed. Oh, my God. Oh, and it's definitely him. him. Yep. Is it an unknown Argentinian number? Yep. Okay. Shit. Mysterious, like, rip in time is starting to look like the dominant theory, correct me if I'm wrong. What the fuck? There is no way Carl can fly from America to Antarctica within 24 hours, let alone a couple of hours, get there, find a statue, and then be found. Yeah, Your minds are blown. 
And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Lydia, Howell, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash where you get access to episodes a week early. What's that? We have a new patron on board? That's right. Thank you so much for your support, Mr. Coffeelicious. May the omens be ever in your favor. And don't forget, you can get 10% off on chaosium.com using code STARS10. One use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cold Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsarai.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, I'd like to urge our lovely fans to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Reviews help us reach more people and give us that extra boost of enthusiasm to keep doing what we love. You can find all the places you can review us at starsaright.com forward slash reviews. Thank you. <laughs>